0: Podcast. I hope you find these messages as a light in the darkness as we talk about all things anxiety, motherhood and everything in between. I'm your host Bethany, an anxiety life coach and mum of three and my mission is to give you the tools to find your worth, speak your truth and deeply love who you are. You are the heart of the home my beautiful friend and it's time you discover who you are called to be. Wow, 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 Hi everyone. It has been the longest time since I've chatted with you all on the heart of the home podcast. I think it's been almost six months or something ridiculous like that. Um, it's been quite a while since I've released an episode and that's mostly mostly been because I'm actually living in Melbourne, Victoria. Um, So at the moment, we've been caught up in far too many lockdowns. Don't even get me started. But um, I'm feeling like there's a little more space to jump in here now, finally, now that everyone's back at school and work. And oh, my goodness, it's been a bit of a ride, a bit of a roller coaster. So. I am excited to be here with you all today, and I want to welcome all of the new listeners. If you're coming back to join me again, hello, and thanks for joining me again. It's really good to have you here. So I wanted to jump on here to give you guys a little bit of an update to tell you and share what's been happening behind the scenes, because it's been... uh, how do I say it? A roller coaster ride is probably one of the best ways for me to describe what these last few months have been. Um, not only, obviously, am I living in Melbourne, so we've been in lockdown with homeschooling and or home learning, I should say. Um, but I'm also a bit of a sucker for punishment and decided to go back to university in August. And so since late August or early July I have been studying my postgraduate degree in grief loss and trauma counselling just as um I sort of move through my own past trauma I have also been studying trauma so that's that's been a lot it's um It's been quite an experience that I don't think I will ever forget Um, and I will share more of my own personal experiences with that soon but I love that um, I'm able to not only speak to you about trauma from a professional counsellor coach perspective but I can also speak on it from a personal experience as well Uh, and I look forward to sharing more on that with you soon but on a bit of a side note I absolutely love that many of you have still been listening to the show even though I've been a little bit absent on here in the last few months and thank you for leaving your reviews or sending me your dms to let me know what you thought about the messages you've received Um, there's some incredible conversations on here with some other coaches so go and check them out if you haven't already but it really puts a smile on my face when I see and hear how it's touched your heart and your home in some way so thank you so much for that it really means a lot and if you haven't left a review or a rating yet I would love it so much if you could spare just a few minutes of your time um, to go and leave a rating or a review even better just so I can sort of reach more women on this platform who may need to hear the encouragement and the support um, at a really difficult time in their life So what is this episode going to be about? Well, firstly, I wanted to update you all on where I've been and why I haven't been able to jump on here much lately. Secondly, I wanted to share with you three most significant things I learned while studying trauma because there's nothing quite like all the lessons in grief and loss and trauma through the textbooks and lectures. But it's a whole different ball game when you're actually experiencing grief, loss and trauma at the exact same time that you're studying it. And that's been my experience these last few months. So unfortunately, I can't get into all of that now. We'll be here all day, but I will record another episode and share some of my experiences with you a little bit later. But for now, I wanted to tie in. What I've been learning recently and my current work with women in my coaching business, the Essential Home Collective, and share with you those three most significant things that I've learned. So number one, the first significant thing I learned while studying trauma is that what one person may experience as trauma, another may not. And what I mean by that is each of us process events and experiences in our own unique way based on our own set of coping skills. Now these set of coping skills obviously vary depending on our personality, our sensitivity, how we were raised or the resources that were actually provided to us and made available to us both as children and as adults. An example would be the coping skills that were taught to you by your parents or your caregivers, or the coping skills, perhaps, that were encouraged by friends or that your friends did, or family members, or even partners as an adult. And just to clarify quickly when i'm referring to coping skills that's any internal or external skill or coping mechanism that we utilize after experiencing something like trauma so that could be addiction it could be avoidance it could be developing certain anxiety disorders or certain stress responses developing it could be something a little bit more helpful like resilience building and adaptive stress responses are all coping skills too But not one single traumatic event is experienced the same way. And because of that, no healing journey can be experienced the same way. The differences in experiences can be seen quite strongly amongst siblings as well, brothers and sisters, and this is the reason why you can have two or more siblings go through the same traumatic event as children, and one of them may develop quite severe anxiety disorders or other personality disorders and the other one might be quite resilient and not suffer significantly as they develop into adults. They might still struggle a little bit but perhaps they haven't developed those anxiety disorders or personality disorders along the way and I know this is certainly the case with my siblings. We all went through similar experiences and many of us, uh, some of us have Gone on to develop anxiety um, and different forms of anxiety as well. Now, this doesn't mean that one sibling or one person is stronger or weaker than the other. It simply shows how unique each of us are and how uniquely we process events in our life based on our own internal coping skills and personality traits. And although I always knew the variances and the differences between siblings back when I completed my psychology degree a few years ago, um, we obviously did quite a few um, research reports on sibling studies and adoption studies, but it really hit home for me as I was learning about the impact of trauma on families and I began to reflect on my own experiences as a child and throughout my adolescent years. And the main message I want to share here is that under no circumstances can we compare our own journey with that of someone else's. And that includes our family members. Because our difficult experiences are unique to us and us alone. And so is our healing experience. So is our healing journey. So for some of us, it takes years, years and years to heal from the trauma of our childhood. For others, it might only take six months of psychotherapy to feel that we're healed or that we're able to function on a day-to-day basis without our trauma symptoms and our trauma reactions coming back to interrupt our, our life. So I really want to encourage you to be kind to yourself and don't ever believe that you're broken or you're defective or that there's something wrong with you just because your journey seems different or more difficult than someone else's. I think this is something that us women, particularly us mums, are really terrible at doing because we compare, we compare our story, we compare our past, we compare our present, we compare our future, we compare everything to other mums and other women. And not only will this make you feel worse about yourself, it can actually ex- exacerbate some trauma symptoms as well, but it's a flat-out lie to think that you should be where someone else is because you have your own journey and your own experiences to process and to work through. And that has nothing to do with anybody else. That is solely your experience and your journey. Your journey, although it might be difficult, it's yours and yours alone. Your own set of coping skills, personality traits and sensitivity is yours and yours alone. And there's no one else that has that exact combination of skills and personality traits or sensitivity levels. No one else has that same balance and that same combination that you do. And I know sometimes you may wish that you weren't you. I get that. I know what that feels like to wish that you didn't have the history you did or you didn't have the past that you experienced. I know what that feels like and I really, really get that. Sometimes the journey is so tough and we really wish it wasn't ours. But the message here is really about being careful not to compare your healing your healing journey and your healing experience to someone else's because I promise you it won't ever be the same as theirs. The second significant lesson I learned is that when you're studying trauma, expect to get triggered a lot. you will have triggers that resurface after years that you thought you had already dealt with. And this kind of goes along with those of you who may be going through your own healing journey from trauma as well. You might have thought that one experience triggered certain reactions and certain symptoms within you, and you maybe thought that you had dealt with them years ago or maybe just recently or you know whatever else but sometimes when we start to dig up our our past and our pain and we begin that healing journey or perhaps we've been on that journey for quite a long time you might dig up something new or something that you've Or something that you're continuing to work on and you notice that your trauma reaction either intensifies or comes back after you thought that you had dealt with it. That's all normal. That's all part of the process and that's all part of the healing. But studying trauma for me uh, certainly did a lot of that. I had thought I dealt with a lot of my past, a lot of my pain that I experienced as a child and as an adolescent. And it came back like a tidal wave like a volcano it just it was almost like it was sitting there underneath the surface and it just took one significant event in my life recently to really just dig up an entire lifetime of pain and so what I wanted to share here was that you can expect to realize certain events of your past when you're studying trauma was actually a trauma experience and for you and after all these years it has still been deeply impacting your subconscious so this is the part of our mind which we're not fully aware of but it still influences our actions and our feelings so you can also expect when you're studying trauma to learn even more about yourself and why you developed particular coping skills You can also expect to learn how to be even more compassionate to yourself than you were before. And self-compassion is something that I have always struggled with and I still do to a certain extent. But as I was able to study um, the impact that trauma can have on us, not only in that trauma experience when it's actually occurring, but also years and years later... And it's really taught me to be really kind to myself and show myself a lot of self-compassion. So I can say that although this experience studying trauma has really brought up a lot of my old stuff, I'm kind of grateful for it as well because it really highlights the areas that I need to keep working on. And it's also allowed me to be really compassionate as well. And the final thing I want to add here as well is that it's really given me permission to struggle without feeling like I'm a failure. I think sometimes when we struggle with our mental health or we struggle with trauma, we feel like we're defective. We feel like there's something wrong with us. We feel like we're not normal and we really feel like we've failed somehow, like we've missed the mark and that's not the case at all. So I've really appreciated giving myself permission and feeling like I'm allowed to give myself permission to struggle without feeling like I've failed somehow. The third significant lesson that I learned, and this is a big one and be prepared for your minds to be blown because I was quite surprised and almost relieved by this one as well. And I think this will resonate with a lot of you. The third significant lesson I learned while studying trauma is that anxiety is merely a symptom of trauma. Now, there are exceptions, but typically if you struggle with anxiety, it's likely that the underlying root cause is trauma, And as you know, I'm ridiculously passionate about supporting mums through healing their anxiety with beautiful tools and practices so that they can continue living their life with ease and joy, regardless of their anxiety symptoms. And I have spent the last 18 months working with women who struggle with anxiety every day in some way, shape or form and hearing how their anxiety impacts their mothering. But for many of us, though, and I wonder if this is for you as well, sometimes understanding your anxiety can be really, really difficult. Sometimes there doesn't seem to be an obvious cause for your anxiety and you might get really frustrated with yourself because you can't seem to just get it together no matter how many tools and practices you implement in your life just to try to manage it. It keeps showing up every single day like this really unwelcome and stressful friend. Now sure we can identify many of our triggers But sometimes anxiety just shows up randomly and unexpectedly. And if you've worked with me before, you'll know that I'm big on identifying triggers and working out ways that we can sort of either remove the trigger from our life or somehow remove the impact that that trigger can have on us. But despite all of that work that we do on on working through our triggers, sometimes anxiety just shows up regardless. So for me, learning that anxiety is merely a symptom of trauma really hit home for me so deeply. It was almost like this light bulb went off because for years I wondered why I was this way, why I had to suffer from anxiety, why I had to deal with all these anxious thoughts and feelings for my whole life, really, and We generally sort of understand anxiety as a mental health disorder that needs to be fixed. We need medication to make it go away. We need something, anything just to make it stop. We need to stop feeling anxious. We need to stop worrying. But when we consider anxiety as a symptom instead of an actual disorder that needs to be fixed or cured, it can make so much more sense and takes the pressure away from us having to feel like we need to have it all together. And for me personally, I'd always wondered why I had developed generalized anxiety disorder without seemingly any one particular event that brought it on for me. And for many of you, you might notice this as well. Anxiety is the way our bodies learn to adapt and make sense of the world after a painful traumatic experience usually as a child which obviously then continued into or continues into our adult life and so that was the case for me so my anxiety was a way that I was able to develop and adapt and make sense of my world after painful experiences that doesn't make me faulty and it doesn't make you faulty either. It's just how our bodies have adapted and learned to live with such difficult and painful experiences. Now, not everyone who experiences trauma will develop anxiety. Like I said earlier, we all respond differently to our difficult experiences and our pain. And some of us will develop those really complicated conditions and mental health concerns because that's just how our bodies have adapted to a world outside of our trauma and after our trauma so like I said not everyone will develop anxiety they might develop different symptoms that manifest as a result of of what they've experienced and that could be different to any of us it's all unique to each of us as I said But many do develop at least some level of anxiety. It could be social anxiety. It could be generalized anxiety disorder. It could be stress disorder, like acute stress disorder, for example. It could be more severe disorders like bipolar disorder, major depressive disorder, or any of those additional um, mental health concerns that can impact us after experiencing trauma. So there you have it. The top three most significant lessons I learned while going back to uni, studying grief, loss and trauma counseling. And they were some pretty big ones for me. And there's still so much I'm processing. But each time I get to share these little nuggets with you, this little Instagram story or a little podcast episode, it's actually one way that I'm able to create more space for my own healing journey to continue as well. And you guys, I'm still right in the middle of it. And it's funny because I posted on Instagram the other week about me seeing my own therapists. And I had to have a bit of a giggle because when we were studying trauma, um, it was somewhere along the lines. I saw this meme on Facebook, I think, that said, I asked my therapist who their therapist was and then I asked that therapist who their therapist was and I continued until I saw the top therapist <laughs> that ever existed sort of thing and there kind of wasn't one, it just continued and continued and continued and my point to sharing that with you is that we're all on this journey, we've all experienced some level of pain and some level of trauma that's that's difficult for us and we can't compare each of our experiences. We can't compare each of our journeys because they all look different. And someone who may seem like they have it all together may be more resilient than than the rest of us or may be more resilient than yourself or your next door neighbor. And that's okay because that's their healing journey. Ours might be different. Yours will be different from mine and, and mine will be different from yours. And that is absolutely okay. So I really just want to encourage you that even therapists need therapists sometimes and there's no shame in that. It's just sometimes we need a little bit more support and we need a little bit more help to work through our own stuff. Because as you know, when you're right in the middle of it, when you're right in the middle of your own pain and your own struggle, it's really difficult to work through things in a really grounded, level-headed kind of way. So I just wanted to share that with you. So what's next? I am still offering a number of different ways you can work with me through one-on-one coaching and counseling. If you feel that you need some extra support right now, just to understand and work through your own experiences until the end of the year. I'm only taking on three more one-on-one clients at my current prices, which will be changing as we move into 2021 So at the moment, I have a three month and six month counseling package available with fortnightly therapy sessions, unlimited email support in between the sessions, and of course, any additional therapeutic resources, workbooks and tools that are needed throughout our time together. So if this is the kind of psychotherapy that you're looking for, the kind of work that you're wanting to do with somebody that perhaps has been there and can understand and really empathize with you, I will share the link for where you can explore that a little bit further in the show notes um, below the podcast episode, and then you can touch base with me to explore a little bit further. If you have any questions, I'm always here to answer them, um, either via email or Instagram is where I most hang out, so you can come and join me there. I hope you really enjoyed me sharing my top three lessons in trauma therapy, and I really hope it gave you something to reflect on. I will be sharing lots more about what I'm learning and my own experiences over the next few months and more details on the kind of work that I'm now doing with women, particularly mamas, because that's that's my jam. And I really hope that, that some of this actually challenges your thinking a little bit, because you know obviously when you consider your anxiety i hope it sort of challenges the way you look at your anxiety and not only the way that impacts you and how you can sort of make changes to move forward but also the way that you look at yourself considering all of the difficult experiences you've you've had in your life So I can't wait to share more with you about trauma and my own experiences over the next few months. I hope you'll tune in, have a beautiful day and we'll chat again next time. Speak soon. Bye-bye.